Join us today for an action-packed episode of Locked On Fantasy Baseball, where we talk about some of our favorite rising stars for the 2024 season. You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, fantasy baseball fanatics, and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by the Locked On Sports Network, your team every day. As always, we're your number one source of fantasy baseball knowledge, and thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. I'm your host, Dominic Martino. You can find me on Twitter at DomMartinoFB. Here, as always, with my brother, my co-host, my partner in crime, Matthew Arnay, and you can find him on Twitter at Matthew underscore Arnay. If you're listening on a platform like Apple or Spotify that allows five-star ratings and reviews, we would truly truly appreciate it if you could do that for us if you're watching on youtube and haven't already hit that little bell below it subscribes to the channel and also gives you a notification every time we drop a new episode and lastly but most importantly this time of year as you know everyone's getting back into the swing of things join us on the subtext platform Matt and I have finally released our rankings, uh, you know, very detailed at every single position. We go about, you know, 40 deep at all the infield positions, um, outfield and starting pitcher. I know Matt and I got well over 100 at each of those. Uh, closers, so I know we got, you know, a closer for every team pretty much slotted in there. So come check out those rankings out on subtext. Also, we're going to have buzz, breakout, sleepers, and much, much more stuff coming up on subtext as we get into the season. Uh, but guys, real quick, today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on to get started today. And as I spoke about at the top, we're talking about our favorite rising stars heading into the 2024 season. And Matt, my brother, who are we talking about first today? All right, all right. Uh, a little Matthew McConaughey action. But, uh, you know, we're going to talk about Mr. Cole Reagans over here. Uh, superstar that got you know traded over from the Rangers over to the Kansas City Royals, got came on the scene and just made an absolute splash and really handled business once he got on that team. It's actually really ridiculous, quite honestly. Since joining the Royals, my guy had 71 innings pitched, he had an ERA of 264, 89 innings, I mean 89 strikeouts, and a whip of 107. Phenomenal, phenomenal numbers once he got the move over there. Whereas on Texas, with the 24 innings and the limited uh, appearances, hit a 5.92 ERA. Still had that K per nine, so that part was special. But also the WHIP was much higher, and a 1.397. I think Reagan's found something, or the pitching coach over there really just saw something and gave him a little tip, and kind of changed his whole you know momentum. Maybe even just given the opportunity, the dude just felt like, okay, I have an organization behind me and you know, got the bump, but it looks like he's here to stay and he looks like he's going to be a force in 2024. So as of right now, I have Reagan's as my 22 overall starting pitcher. I feel like it's a, a nice price. It's a price that like, okay, I'm still not happy. I got to pay, but I completely understand why I do. And he's somebody that, you know, when I'm face down the barrel of, okay, if it's him or let's see who I got around him. All right. We'll talk about, yeah, Riggins, him, or like Framel Valdez, or Sonny Gray, or Logan Gilbert. Those are guys I have directly behind him. 
you know, Reagan's comes in that conversation of, you know, who do I feel more comfortable walking away with as my two? And he's a little bit more of a riskier pick, but the upside is there for Reagan's. So with that being said, I might just go and lean upside depending on who my pitcher one is. And it could be real nice. Like if I walk away with like, I don't know, Garrett Cole, and then I could get, I got a super safe dude, pair him up with Cole Reagan's. I feel like it's like a no brainer because, you know, even if he doesn't live up to the draft price per se, maybe he's worth maybe a round or two below. I got Cole, uh, Garrett Cole, you know, just backing that up and making up for the loss at Reagan's. And if he hits, you're absolutely a monster. So Cole Reagan, fair price. Matt, actually, that was some super, super spot-on analysis. Uh, analysis Looks like you're already rounding into midseason form here as, you know, uh, we, this is what we do. Um, I, I don't have too much to add except those, you know, changes you talked about when he went over from Texas to Kansas City really just unlocked that next level here for Cole Reagans. And at 25 years old, all the changes are super believable. The ace upside is legit. The ADP has not gotten out of control yet with Cole Reagans, which I like to see. Uh, pitcher 49 overall. And once again, we use NF, we're using NFBC ADP here. Uh, NFBC is, you know, kind of big time fantasy baseball league. A lot of the big time guys play on there. And it's one of the only places that you can really draft on this early. Uh, 163 drafts. Once again, Cole Reagan, 49th pitcher. You can't sort by starting and relief pitchers. So I think there's about 10, 12, you know, um, relief pitchers mixed in there. So you're looking about maybe SP 37, pick 113 for Cole Reagan. Once again, I'm on board with that right now. Uh, I love to get him as my SP3. Once you're talking about the SP2 range, it's kind of tough with a guy like Reagan's who's breaking out. You know, you don't know how much you can really trust him. It's really an upside pick. I don't know how much Cole Reagan's I'll have this year if the price gets up to that SP2 range. Even though I have Reagan's ranked as my 24th starting pitcher overall, Matt, once again, you know, I, I hate to keep beating the same drum that you were. It gets to a point where you're looking at names like Joe Ryan, Framer Valdez, Joe Musgrove, um, Kyle Bradish, and it's who who do you trust the most there? It may not be Cole Reagan's, but once again, if you want to play that upside, it's a, definitely a good name to go towards. Uh, let's move on to somebody else, maybe a name that you guys are more familiar with, had a monster breakout season this year. It was George Kirby of the Seattle Mariners. Uh, I absolutely love George Kirby. I had him in one of my leagues uh, last year. One of the guys I have to decide on if I'm keeping or not in that league, you know, going into this season. Uh, we'll see how it goes. But, you know, right now it's looking like George Kirby, potentially top 10 starting pitcher heading into next season. Uh, at age 25, Kirby made 31 starts last year, 3-3-5 ERA, 13 wins, 10 losses, 190 innings, 172 strikeouts, and a 103 whip with a 3-3-4 FIP. Once again, FIP fielding independent pitching, ERA indicator was spot on to his ERA. Absolutely love that for the young George Kirby. He's currently coming off the board as the eighth starting pitcher. And, I mean, I get it. I totally understand, you know, a guy like Kirby that, you know, has a very good fastball, a good slider, mixes in a curve and a changeup that are, you know, solid as well every once in a while. It's just that he doesn't walk anybody. It's super pinpoint control for Kirby. And, you know, that good slider and fastball combo, it he it can play up for potentially more strikeouts, right? And if Kirby does that, that's kind of where that top 10, you know, pick is coming from. I think he could definitely get to that K per nine. I have Kirby as my 10th starting pitcher overall. I think a very trustworthy, you know, SP one with upside even, to be honest with you. Yeah, bro. I, I mean, I completely hear you I, as to why you're, you know, feeling the way you do, whether you're not sure if he is, you're like, you're one. 
at that point. But also too, like Kirby has like, and th- this is this is how I'm looking at Kirby at least. He has a floor of Sandy Alcantara in 2022, where he just eats up a whole bunch of innings and comes up about 20 short for the K per nine, or he takes the next step where I think yeah. he's going to be. Yeah. And he has, you know, over a K per nine, at least a K per nine with 200, 200 innings and George Kirby is an instant SP one. And that's why I have him at like legit, like my, where do I have him now? As my pitcher seven, honestly, like, I am totally okay with walking away with him as my SP one and just, you know, put my feet up and say, yo, I got an ace because I think Kirby's got another level to the cage just because of that pinpoint accuracy. And he may not have to blow you away with the stuff and just, he's just super creative with his pitch mix and be able to just, you know, beat everybody with his control. And I feel like Kirby's just an elite arm and there's no reason, you know, he can't be the safest option out there. So George Kirby, 100% bonafide. SP one. Yeah, and it's year. a great ballpark too. Great ballpark yeah. efficient. And a great team. Like they're gonna get a lot of wins. So like George Kirby's upside, you know, and, and like ceiling yeah. and floor is not too far off. Like he's not only a safe pick and why he has a really good floor. Another reason why I like him in my top 10, but also the ceiling capabilities are just outrageous. But you know, before we move on, you talk about all these other great guys we got going on. We got a sponsor for you. Score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in the action than now. The app is super easy to use. There's wide a wide range of betting options, including point spread, player props, over and under, and so much more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off this NFL season right Vandal, official partner of the NFL. All right, all right. Locked On has launched its first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering top stories of the day with local experts on Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. So go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national 24-7 streaming channel. Plus, everydayers and new listeners, if you want to get more than what you're getting on this 30-minute podcast, join us on the Diamond Club on Subtext. We have just released our first rounds of early rankings for redrafts. We are going to be soon releasing our Wave 2. And at some point in this new year, we're going to be adding tiers into those rankings so that you can see where our tiers break off. Plus, prospect rankings. Plus, if I get around to it, or if Dom gets around to it, dynasty rankings our extended bus lists our extended sleeper lists and so much more check it out today you're not going to want to miss out on this great opportunity to win your leagues now with all the advertising set aside (laughs) i think it's safe to say we can move on right Dom. he's a little frozen frozen it's all good all right we're going to talk about yeah i guess yeah i don't can you hear me, brother? I know my internet's acting up a little bit tonight on me. Am I, am I in there clear? or? I think you're better now. You still look a little fuzzy like I drank a bunch, but you're good. Okay. All right. You know. All right. <laughs> All right. Good, good, good. All right. Let's All right. So, yeah, let, let's hop back in there. Let's, you know, uh, give the fans what they're looking for. Let's talk about this next guy. Let's talk about Ryan Pepio, right? 
Uh, Ryan Pepio goes over, you know, in the big Tyler Glass now trade, goes to that Tampa Bay um, Rays team. And I actually like the move. It's a, I think it's a solid move. The Rays are notorious at, you know, developing good pitching over the last few years. A uh, perfect example, look what they did with Zach Eflin, who just came over the last year, you know, was honestly uh, a Cy Young contender in the AL last year. Uh, I think they're expecting a decent amount from, you know, the young Pepio. I don't think he's going to get messed around with like he did, you know, at the end of last year with um, the Dodgers. I think he's going to be a staple in that rotation because, honestly, it's looking something like Eflin, Savale, uh, Latell, Pepio, and Taj Bradley. So I think they're going to let the kid throw. I think we could see 150, 160 innings from Pepio this year. I think it's a very uh, realistic expectation. Um, I think, you know, the guy we could be expecting, you know, a low to mid three ZRA uh, around a K per nine. He does have good stuff, so he definitely can hit that, you know, um, right around that K per nine marker. Uh, Sits with, you know, around 94 on average with that, you know, fastball gets a little bit higher than that. uh, Throws a changeup about 35% of the time. Mixes in a slider as well. And the control was super, super awesome. I hope that gain sticks. Uh, Pepio did have a little bit of control issues down in the minors, but came up to the majors this year for 42 innings. Uh, had a 2.14 ERA with a 0.76 WHIP. So once again, if those control gains can stick, um, you know Tampa works with him. I really think there's a lot of upside with Pepio, especially you know you're not paying a lot for him off the board right now. 81st pitcher overall, pick 204. I'm loving that value. I honestly have Pepio a lot higher. I have Pepio as my pitcher. 38 right now uh, i really just think there's a lot of upside here and i think tampa can honestly take him to the next level yeah facts bro like honestly like great job with that i'm a big pepio guy uh the fact that he's leaving the dodgers and going to tampa doesn't really hurt me or my outlook on pepio and the rule don't apply either because he never really had a home in the dodgers because he pretty much just landed there you know, for 42 innings this season. So it's not like this move is going to kill him anyway, since he was across two teams, I believe, in two levels last year. No, just AAA. So two teams, you know, his AAA team and then the Dodgers. So, you know, Pepio really hasn't, you know, made a home yet, which kind of makes me feel a little bit safer about him being able to just step up and, you know, take charge in this Tampa rotation and also take away from the pressure of being on L.A. with that stacked team. And whatnot. So Pepio shouldn't even get dodgered either, which is another thing now. So I'm I'm even more bullish on him. It's going to be interesting to see where his final landing spot is my rankings. But um, yeah, Pepio is going to be great. Let's move on here. Let's talk about a bat. Let's talk about one of my favorite guys from last year that didn't fully live up to my expectation, but also still did his thing. And that's Jordan Walker. Jordan Walker, we all know, big body dude, young man, getting the call up. You know, got diddled around a little bit by, you know, the uh, Cardinals, which I wasn't happy about. But ultimately, you know, they did what they had to do so they can keep control, even though they said it's all the ground ball and fielding issues, but it really wasn't. And it kind of hurt his production, in my opinion. It took him a little bit to, you know, turn it on. But I feel like this year he's going to come back for vengeance with a full season, knowing he's not going to be sent down at any time. And really do it. And last year's numbers aren't atrocious either, if you really think about it. 420 at-bats, 51 runs, 19 doubles, 2 triples, 16 bombs, 51 ribs, 7 stolen bases, 37 uh, strike uh, walks to 104 strikeouts, batted 276. Like, you know, Walker hits the ball hard. His exit velo is phenomenal. 
And the dude's super quick. Like we didn't even get to really see his speed. Like the dude has, you know, that, that Acuna upside in my opinion, or at least the 30 stolen base season with 30 bombs. Like the power is there. There's no way he's not going to be a 30, 30 guy at six foot six, 248 pounds. Like Jordan Walker is a unit. So the young dude just got to kind of just get a full season. Hopefully, you know, he was being more affected to what was going on on the um, underwhelming San, uh, St. Louis Cardinals and kind of, you know, this year they all kind of take a step forward as a team and he kind of leads the way as the new face of the organization and the new superstar there. Yeah, Matt, great take. I, I think we're spot on with Jordan Walker here. He's somebody that I honestly think this time next year is a candidate for an outfield number one. I think he I think Jordan Walker can be an outfielder number one next year at this time. Uh there's power upside, there's speed upside. Growing pains last year as a rookie. Not one. My my saying that I always go by is not everyone's going to be Acuna or Soto or Tatis and have that monster rookie season. Sometimes it's a slow grind. And you know, at 21 years old, Jordan Walker has hardly even peaked yet. I have him as my outfielder number 23 right now. Jordan Walker's ADP is the outfielder 26, pick 121 overall. I'm loving that right now. If I can get him as my outfielder number two, I'm walking away pretty happy from the draft. Uh, and honestly, Matt, you did a very strong job on talking about him there. I really don't have too much else to add. Uh, so let's move on to this next guy here. Another guy I'm super excited about going into this upcoming season. It's O'Neill Cruz. Uh, now, O'Neill Cruz missed missed most of um, last season. I forget what the exact injury was. Matt, was it an ACL for O'Neill Cruz or an MCL? No. No, neither. It was he broke it broke his ankle sliding into home because my guy at six foot six does not know how to slide. Yeah, right. Well, I think that's what it was. That sounds right to me. Yeah, fra- yeah, he fractured his ankle out for the season. Um, so you know, man, uh, there's just just think Ellie De La Cruz. Think everything that we were expecting from Ellie De La Cruz. That's what we were expecting from O'Neill Cruz, uh, even before Ellie De La Cruz made his debut. The guy is in the top percentile of, you know, hitting the ball as hard as anybody else. He throws the ball um defensively as hard as anybody else from that shortstop uh position. And he he just really, really has so much upside. Another guy that you're talking about, 30-30 upside. Even honestly, I could see him hitting even for more power. The guy just hits the ball so hard. You're talking about a guy, maybe even 40 plus home runs. I don't know about this upcoming year. But, you know, at some point, O'Neill Cruz's career, you're talking about a guy that's going to go 40, 40, 30 at least minimum. Uh, the Pirates team that's surrounding him is is pretty questionable. I don't know if they have a strong run uh, like they did last year at any point this year. Uh, so the counting stats might be pretty mediocre. But if even O'Neill Cruz could go uh, 80 runs, 80 RBIs with 32 homers and 35 steals with a a 260 270 batting average i think it's absolutely going to be worth it and that's just like a base for o'neill cruz that's that i'm predicting that as like a, a base line for him he could even be even better than that right now he's coming off the board as the 12th shortstop pick 82 i honestly think that's a bargain if you wait at shortstop you're, you're getting a great deal on a great player i have him as my 10th shortstop off the board and in, in my rankings at the moment and just love o'neill cruz uh, honestly has all the upside in the world Good think he's going to be a bargain this year dude great take and you know before i give my side on it i just you know we're, we got one last ad break for you guys
All right. So, like, Dom, I completely agree with everything you're saying on O'Neill Cruz. Like, quite honestly, dude, like, I feel like the ADP, one, hasn't readjusted yet. Uh, and also, too, like, at this time of the year, too, guys get, a, get like, super cute with, like, you know, drafting and kind of, like, try and be like, okay, like, maybe he's not going to be full health. They don't have all the news. Maybe he's not going to play opening day. You know, bah, 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 overthink everything. But, like, O'Neal Cruz, until I hear that he is not playing, you know, opening day, he's going to be my number seven again. It's so weird. Two guys talk about at number seven at the position. Uh, shortstop. And mm-hmm. quite honestly, everything you said is 100%. I don't even need to repeat anything other than the fact that, like, yo, if, if he's even playing in spring training, he might move up. Like, O'Neal Cruz is a crazy sure. talent. <laughs> He's a crazy talent. Like, I, I I love this dude. And once he starts doing O'Neill Cruz things, the draft price is going to be nowhere near that. So, you know, we'll just Yeah, it's wait. a bargain right now. It's a bargain right now. Yeah, like, quite honestly, go do an NFBC draft. Draft all the guys that we're telling you that we're just saying the ADP is absolutely ridiculous on. And you're, you're going to be like, okay, I just won. Just do <laughs> you'll it you'll probably do all right. <laughs> yeah, you, you'll, you'll be just fine. But all right, enough about that because, you know, we don't need to beat something that was you know quite honestly well propped up and spoke about great job let's talk about christopher morell um my guy is actually um interesting so he was like a waiver wire like you know darling yeah like he got he came up and just like pretty much said yo i'm him i'm here and i'm gonna make a splash in 388 at bats he had 62 runs 17 doubles three triples 26 bombs 70 ribs, six stolen bases, you know, loves to strike out, but it is what it is. Batted about 247 on the season. But, you know, the the batting average and, and whatnot really doesn't really speak to what he actually did. So, like, he had really just, like, a couple of rough months, like, in the batting average category. But, like, you know, his first month in the bigs, first time seeing, you know, real deal, you know, what do you call it? pitching even though he did get a taste of it in 22 but like i i feel like that wasn't the year for him first time he really came up this year and like pretty much showed out it's 71 at bat 17 runs three doubles nine bombs 16 ribs a stolen base and batted 296 in june he came out he batted 257 had five home runs 18 ribs and did his thing in july he batted 291 again, only had two bombs. August was rough. He had like a 149 ERA, ERA batting average uh, with three bombs. But then September, October picked it right back up. The batting average was a little minuscule, 241, but seven bombs again. Like the dude is is somebody with like some serious upside. And I just, I, I, I love thinking about, you know, what this kid can do. He also is a Swiss Army knife with outfield and second base eligibility which i love like honestly like i have morel what where do i have him at, at at second base here i need to add him there um and it at uh outfield i even have him pretty decently high as well i have him at 26 like that's oh, wow. speaks, yeah right i mean it speaks volumes too because quite honestly like you know like it's the 26th outfielder is pretty damn good so 
you know, I can imagine when I'm going to move into my second base rankings, if it's eligible on the platforms, it may just be his baseball reference page. Yeah, but- he's got he had me 19 appearances at second base last year. So unless your platform has him at 20 games at the position, you should be all right. Yeah, so he's gonna be he's gonna be slotted in pretty high. If I'm really gonna look at this now, you know, I have him at 12 at second base at the moment. That's a fair price. I just honestly, I, I think he's gonna go at probably about nine. I'm gonna move him right in front of um, in front of Edward Julian, I think, because uh, on my newest rankings, Bryson Stott has moved up to eight for me. Nice, and, I like it. I like it. Yeah. I like the, I like the love. I like the love for my boy Stott. Uh, so and I, I'm rocked at rocking out all the Philly stuff that I, so, you know, but anyway, I just, I, I don't know. I, I seem to just be infatuated with Christopher Morel this year. Yeah. I, I like Morel. I don't know if I like him as much as you do my brother, but I definitely like him. The biggest question is going to be that batting average because he doesn't, he doesn't see the ball very well. You know, a big swing and miss guy, um, just, you know, big chase guy. A lot of strikeouts. Sometimes you can get away with that in today's game, as Matt and I always talk about. But Morel, I don't foresee batting average in his game. But the power is super, super legit in every you know category that you would want to see a power you know hitter excel in. Morel excels, and it's so funny because he's not a big guy at all at 5'11", 145. And you know the guy honestly has thirty five home run upside. I think the runs in the RBI should be solid in that Cubs lineup. The steals, I think you're talking about a guy who's in the 81st percentile when you're talking about sprint speed, very, very fast. So he can steal. I could see him stealing 20-plus bases. And once again, that batting average is so, so suspect. I could see it being anywhere from like 235 to 255. I know it's a big range, but I think Morell is going to live somewhere in there. I haven't exactly figured out. Um, you know, everything that 247 batting average from last year and 107 games, 388 at bats. I think that's sustainable, but just the guy that's going to go through, you know, in um, you know, head to head situation, there's going to be weeks where he does absolutely nothing for you. There's going to be weeks where he, you know, wins you the week. Very Kyle Schwarber esque profile here from, um, you know, Christopher Morrell. But I have him once again 12th at second base, I have him 38th at outfielder. Um, I could see it moving up, you know, a little bit, you know, after, you know, hearing my brother Matt's thoughts on it and, you know, just looking at the names in that area, maybe one or two names I could pass him up over. But with that being said, oh, hop back, hop back, hop back on in there, Matt. I just want to throw it out there. Even if he has like a 250 batting averages, which where I kind of think he's going to be like 250, right? Yeah. All right. Who would you seriously real question, right? Yeah, of course. All right. I have him at 26. Him or George Springer? Spring higher. You're crazy. All right. Uh, him or Jazz? I, I I think I have Jazz a lot higher, like a significant amount higher. Wow. Okay. We I, really have jazz, I have Jazz at 20. All right. I will talk you up the ledger on that in a little bit. Spr- Springer, I, Springer I have at 32, so that's more of a, of a, of a debate. Okay. Uh, him or Brian Reynolds? I have Brian Reynolds at 37. Okay. That's a good one. That's right. That's right. We're spot on. Like, you know, I just I, I look at Morell and I'm like, yo, if he hits 250 with the power with the power. Yeah, and- no, it's it's legit power too. That's the thing. If this guy goes out there and hits 35 home runs with 95 RBIs, hits the 250 and steals you 20 bases, you're talking about a very, very strong player for fantasy. Yeah. All right. Enough on Morell. 
Uh, this is your guy. So, like, I mean, he's my guy too, but he's yours. You can take yeah, him. Yeah, well, let's hop back. And this this name is such an interesting one for me. Let's talk about Joe Adele here for a minute. Uh, a guy who you always, whenever you really think he has it figured out, it just something happens where, you know, it, it doesn't work out for Joe Adele, right? Because last year got called up, looked, I think he hit a home run. It was in his first game. He looked good. Uh, only played a couple of games, was up for an injury for somebody. Then he got the real chance. Mike Trout goes down. Uh, Joe, It was Joe Adele's time to shine. And then he hits the IL with, um, I believe it was an oblique issue that kept him out for quite a, a while last year. Uh, he played so good in the minors last season, Joe Adele did, though. Joe Adele um, played 74 games in the minors last year, 278 at-bats, had 62 runs, 15 doubles, 24 home runs. And once again, in 278 at-bats, 74 games, 24 home runs, 57 RBIs, 9 steals at 273. Uh, Joe Adele's going to be 25 next year. The thing is, I don't know. I don't think he's guaranteed a spot in that outfield going into opening day. Honestly, at this point, I would love to see the angels just trade him, uh, move on from Adele, get him to a team where he could play every day or just give him the shot. Just see at, at 25 years old, you know, a guy who was a top prospect, throw him out there and just see what he can do at this point in his career. I mean, I know it's a crowded, it's, uh, you know, even without Otani, it's still, it's still very crowded over there. Um, in the outfield, and then even DH, you got a guy like Jury, you know, who also can move around the infield. Let's see what you know, Anthony Rendon's 34 year old butt can do. Um, I don't think it's much, honestly. I'd rather throw Joe Adele on that lineup, move Jury, let him play third, and put Adele at DH, just let the young kid play. There's a lot of upside in that bat, there's power, there's speed. Um, at times it looks like there can be batting average. The plate discipline looks better at, at certain times than others. Like 40 walks to 87 strikeouts in the minors last year isn't atrocious. But um, let me let me stop my Joe Adele rant there. Matt, chime on in real quick. Yeah, I, I'm going to make it quick because we got to get out of here. But right now he's not slotted into the rotate into the uh, yeah, lineup. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's, it's, it's really annoying, but I, you know what? Honestly, probably the best thing for his career if he got out of that organization because they are the dumbest organization in all of baseball. Um, so Angels just suck as a whole. Anyway, you know, we'll see. If he goes to a new team or they announce that he makes it, makes it like he's going to be one of our sleeper picks. So just like keep keep his name in the yeah, back of your head. Up. Like he's nobody that's like, hey, you must go out there and get. But like, you know, a name that's definitely, you know, worth not forgetting. But, uh, yo, Dom, get us out of here real quick. Yeah, that's all for today, guys. Please be sure to like, subscribe, comment, rate, and review. Also, thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Baseball your first listen each and every day. Look out for a new episode tomorrow. But until then, guys, see you.